Boom, we are ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, it's your boy Nolan Hawkeye Anthony here. Today is January 19, 2021. First and foremost, let's get into this. Follow uh, 247hawkeye.com. Uh, smash that follow button on Twitter and Parlor at 247hawkeye. And go to Instagram and also smash that follow button at official247hawkeye.com page. Before I introduce my guest, there's a few similarities between us. Number one, we both play Division One sports. Secondly, we're both uh, the leading scorers in our high school's history in basketball. But I have one thing over him in that I was the leading scorer in two sports, whereas he was the leading scorer in only one. But he also played at Iowa, so he gets that over me. Brody, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How you doing, Nolan? How's things going? It's going good, man. Um, I wanted to say that, dude, because uh, – it's true, man. I mean, we, we both have that. Uh, I, and honestly, I don't. I mean, I don't know if you did play any other sports in high school besides basketball. Now, I, w- I want to say this real quick to the fans. Uh, uh, Brody Boyd scored like what was it? What'd you score in high school? Uh, I scored two thousand six hundred thirty-two points. Uh, that was that's fifth all time in Indiana history. Holy smokes! Um, wow. Yeah, and, and there's some there's some talent in Indiana, as everybody knows. You know, with a lot of scores, and you know, and that was something. You know, coming from a small school to be able to score those points, and um, but I didn't really care. I right. Didn't really care. You know, Rick Mount. I, I passed Rick Mount. Uh, you know, he went on to Purdue and legend there at Purdue, and. You know, I passed him, and and I just didn't care. All I wanted to do was yep. win, to be yeah. honest. You know, and the points just came. That's usually how it goes, and uh, you know, which makes sense. You know, especially when you went to Iowa. Uh, how big was your school that you went to? I yeah, it's crazy. I graduated with twenty one kids <laughs> in my class. I, I graduated with 21 of, uh, you know, and there were probably, there were more boys than girls, which, you know, I, I didn't like at all. Right. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> uh, but the thing about it was everybody knew everybody. And, you know, and the thing about it, we had a group of, of kids that just all we did was hoop and, and hang out. We hooped, hung out. That's all we did. And, and, but that's all there is to do in Duggar, Indiana. You know, right. You know, I got to say about that, because um, there's areas in California like that and around, you know, where I live in Sacramento. And it's funny, those high schools are always really, really talented because just like you said, they can just always hoop together no matter chemistry, what. They, you know, they have to teach the gym and they can hoop, you know. Absolutely. Chemistry is everything. Chemistry is everything. So real quick, let's let's go to so uh, staying with Indiana real quick. Uh, who? What's your most memorable? Uh, uh, most well, actually, I'm more curious about this. Talk about Indiana basketball in general and what makes it special. Well, 
I told you the other day. Happened to be a coach. Mm-hmm. I just did in Indiana. That's a national title. I mean, don't let those guys get out. Don't let them get out of state. And that you'll you'll win a national title every year. Well, what about the, the state of Indiana, uh, Boyd? What what makes Indiana high school basketball? Because Iowa has. Jack Nunji, who I think it, it I mean, I, I think he's going to be Iowa's second, if not best player next year. I mean, real nice. Yeah, he right, absolutely. He, he's he's big time, you know, and obviously he's playing behind a, a all American, um, you know, and he, he's you know he's going to get his time, and you know he's an Indiana kid. And it's just so so many of these Indiana yep. kids get overlooked, um, but they're 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 blue collar they're blue collar they they get after it they know they know you know what uh, an arena feels like I mean there's wow. ten high schools in Indiana that are the ten largest high school basketball gyms in the nation I mean it's it's crazy uh, and and you know but that's Indiana basketball that's that's what people do you know it's like in Iowa uh, it's wrestling football uh it's basketball now you know and, and which is awesome but you know indiana is known for basketball and i think bob knight started that legacy he, he really did and um you know i was always growing up that was special Albert Chaney, damon bailey those guys and to be able to be recruited you know and, and uh the crazy thing is iowa got tony was, perkins awesome, out of Absolutely. i think it was uh central one of the Indi indianapolis schools um and he's real nice uh it, it, so but yep. it also Absolutely. you know yep. to me you kind of made the right decision not kind of you did make the right decision because my David ended up being the head coach there, at, you know, once you became a freshman at Iowa. So you would not have had Bob Knight. Yep. Yes. That's correct. I wouldn't. Man, but you know what? I loved Mike Davis. I, uh, he, he was <laughs> I loved him to death. And, and I don't think he was too fine to me after the Big Ten Championship, but you know, we're still great, great friends. And, and, you know, that was, uh, I always, no doubt playing Indiana, um, always got up for that game, which every kid does when they're going against their former state. Um, you know, it's just, um, just so somebody mentioned this and, uh, to me I always, that always to ask this question, were, were you J Bo before J Bo? And just real quick, real quick. I just got to say this though. It, it, Folks, yeah. you need to go watch, go back and watch Jay Brody Bo. Boyd's film because he was ultra quick. And also, you had the Allen Iverson crossover 
that was just so smooth. And you could hit it from the outside. But, you know, for me, it's more like you're kind of like a mixture of Mike Gassell because you you're very explosive uh, and Joe Toussaint. But were you J-Bo before J-Bo, or do you, do you see it somewhere in between Mike Gazelle and – I, I uh, definitely Gustav. more J-Bo because of the, shoot, because of the shooting. I, I wasn't yeah. – you know, I wasn't – I was quick, but in the Big Ten, I was average. Yeah. I was average, man. <laughs> and, and, you know, and Coach Alford, he said, he said, Brody, if you can lead the Big Ten in steals your senior year, which obviously we never bet anything, but he always wanted to, but we couldn't. Um, right. You know, and and um, but he would always talk so much smack. Are you gonna Are you gonna lead the Big Ten and steal? You can't play. He said, "I'll give you a big old he hug." Said, I'll give you a big old <laughs> hug, bro. But, <laughs> but but you know, I never got that hug. But I did lead the Big Ten and steal. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Um, I'm looking at the stats here. You started. Uh, 29 of the of the 29 games you played your senior year, 12 of of your freshman year, uh, with Dean Oliver there, and uh, you averaged 11.1 points per game your senior year and 2.3 steals. I mean that 2.3 steals, folks, in the Big Ten. I mean that that is truly quite an accomplishment. So. You know, um, which leads me to my to my next question: Who is the toughest person that you guarded oh, wow. in college um, or in high school? If you want to go back to that, uh, you know, high school, I really didn't play any defense in high school, so I didn't really have to guard anybody. <laughs> and, and Coach Alfred he'll vouch for that. But the, the toughest, I'll be honest, there, there's two of them. Ah, boy, there's a few of them, but the, the two that come to mind, gosh, he was tough. Jamal Crawford, Michigan. Oh, yeah. Nasty, oh, yeah. Nasty, nasty. D Brown, Illinois. Nasty, nasty, nasty. And and Joe Crispin from Penn State was probably the best, best guy I've ever, ever had to face because his step back, he was so smart about the game. And I was a freshman, man, having to guard this guy. I'm like, you know, I'm like, man, come on. You're, he's about my size. This is going to be awesome. I think he'd give me, I think, I think he'd give me, give me 40, you know. So, but that guy, he, he's phenomenal, you know. He, he's really, really, he was really good. But it was tough. Anybody guarding anybody in that league, you're going you're gonna to have a tough time. No, no doubt about it. You know, and I think, um, I'm, you know, and, and fans, there's no way for them to know it, uh, but just how hard it is. It, you know, the, the Division One level, I mean, even the smaller schools, I mean – the everybody that's there is there for a reason. I mean, they're athletically gifted. I mean, the, the you know, mentally they're tough, uh, skillfully they're, they're you know, they're, they're really skilled in all of that. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just, um, it's, it, it's, it's unbelievable. You and me talked a little bit, uh, you know, when we were talking, you know, Alford kind of had a, a, a bad rap, uh, a, he kind of got a bad rap at Iowa, and you told me the answer. Um, and 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 Fran McCaffrey, for that man, for that matter, has too. Uh, at certain points in his career, just because of their charisma, why do you think Alford um, 
had that kind of bad rap, but but was also loved by his players. Or in other words, what was he? I don't want to say what was he behind the scenes because obviously he was a great guy. Uh, sure, but, sure. but why do you think he got that bad rap? Was it because of the swagger you know, and stuff? There, there was a lot of things. If you remember, I, which you were young blood, so you you probably don't remember. But there was a lot of things that went into of things that went south. Right when Coach Alford got there, it was it was not ninety nine. It was two thousand. Right when I got there, there's a few things that went south. I remember uh, the Pierre Pierce rape situation right. that came out, and he had to deal with that, which I couldn't even imagine. And 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 um, you know, and and head coach that automatically yep. falls on who your head coach. That falls on your head coach, whether it should or it shouldn't, sure. it does, and that's how the fans look at it. Because you know he's making millions, he you know it should fall upon him. I agree, you know I agree. You know you 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 recruit these players to to come and play for you. You have to have some sure. kind of accountability, but you're not with them twenty four seven, and and you know you're trying to teach them to do the right things. I felt sorry for him, you know, about the situation, um, you know, with 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 everything that went on and and it wasn't just that you know there were some other instances you know and you know that that went on and also the, you know, him the question going back to Indiana too. actually giving it giving it to Iowa giving it to Iowa for years yeah giving it to Iowa yeah. for years when he played I think that may have left a little bad blood but overall the people that know coach and, 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 you know, I have a camp with coach every, every summer in Franklin, we didn't this year because of COVID, but, um, you know, he is as good as guy I've ever met. And he is as confident, confident guy as I've ever met. And that, and, and, and he absolutely has to be, and he wouldn't have had the success he had if he hadn't. So, so it's extremely important for people to understand. No doubt, he backs it up. He backs it up. So I, I really, I really love Coach Offord. He's done great things for me, and and I give him a shout out out there. Yeah, he's over at Nevada right now, uh, which is awesome. Nevada is a good school to coach at, um, and you know, also I think a little bit of it was the constant because when you go back and you watch the Iowa Indiana game where you hit the game winner, correct? I, uh, I, I had uh, 23, uh, 20, 20, 24, 25 points that game. I can't remember. I didn't hit the lat, the game winner. Luke Wrecker actually hit a game winner against Wisconsin, I think right. it was. But yep. I and, and you were the MVP of the tournament, uh, yeah. correct, on that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in that yeah. game, I went yeah. back and rewatched yeah. it. You know, M Mike Davis was always the interim coach for a while. And Alford was getting all of this. Absolutely. You know, will he go back to Indiana? Will he go back to Indiana? Will he go back to Indiana? And I think that probably had a little bit to do with it as well. You know, uh, I agree. I agree, a hundred percent. You know, and there's still people saying, 
you know, because, you know, a lot of people aren't happy with Archie. I love Archie. I love Archie as a coach, and they're not happy with him. And they, they, But, you know, you look at Indiana. Indiana, their record, they're, they're much, much better than their record. Absolutely agree. And we'll get into the Big Ten a little bit here. Just so, just uh, uh, a few more questions uh, you know, when you, uh, going back to when you played. Um, would you have done better in Fran McCaffrey's system, do you think? Or would you have liked to play in Fran McCaffrey's system? You know, I, you know, I would have loved to have played for Fran. Um, and we've joked about that a few times. I, you know, I, I used to work out uh, Patrick and Connor when they were younger and uh, that Carver and he used to joke with me, and I, used to, I said, "Coach, would you let me shoot it from here? Man, would you let me shoot?" It? I, I keep backing up and backing up, and and yeah, I would have, I would have loved it because he changes pace so much. You know, he changes pace so much, and my gosh, who wouldn't want to play with this team right now? Who want? Who wouldn't want? I mean, my guy, you're going to get looks. Yeah, because you, you either double you know, Luca so, or you double I, I, Luca, I, you're in I, trouble. I, I, if you double Joe Wieskamp, you're in trouble. You leave J-Bo open. You leave C.J. Frederick open, who's shooting 51%. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. Boy. Unbelievable. Yeah. And, and, I told, and I told you about this. I had a dream. I had a dream that Iowa was going to make the Final Four, and this is true. You know, I had the dream. And then uh, I think I woke up to my son hitting me in the head or something. And I, I was like, "Shoot!" Man, I thought that was I thought that was true. You know, I thought that was real. But um, but it, it, it was still, it was definitely real in my dream. And I think that they've got a legitimate shot at it. Real quick, real so, quick, I got to mention this, okay? Because I I was going to mention this at the beginning. Boyd uh, got in contact with me, and I had no idea who he was at the time. And then when I realized who he was, it was crazy. And and I was going to give him a shout-out regardless of who he was. And he did tell me about the dream that he had, and he wanted me to shout that out of the dream that he had that Iowa was going to make the Final Four. So that is absolutely 100% the truth, what Boyd just said right there. That is 1,000% the truth. He had that dream, and I should have shouted that out, so that's my bad. Um, But uh, uh, moving on here a little bit, um, Joe Toussaint, talk to me about Joe Toussaint. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Joe Toussaint, I'm telling you right now, uh, he's starting to figure the game out. Because let me tell you guys, yep. and you can vouch for this too, when you go when you go from high school to the the best conference in America in college basketball, you you are going to say, "Wow, this yep. is really really fast. This is a different pace than what I'm used to in high school." And and you can't just talk about it you have to experience it to really understand it. And that was something I had to adjust to. And I think Toussaint is doing tremendous at adjusting to it as of late. And he, I think he's going to be scared. I mean, and, and just think about it, you know, and, and I want you to talk a little bit about this too. You know, um, he won 20 games as a freshman. Okay. That's not an easy thing to do as a, as a point guard, 
as a freshman point guard. It's not an easy thing to do. And then also, you know, the game is fast for some guys mentally, and the game is fast for some guys physically, or both sometimes. And I think for Joe Toussaint, the game is not fast physically as much. It's just fast mentally. And once he can – once he figures it out mentally to slow the game down in his head, he'll be okay. And, um, you know, I was talking to Luke Richard about it. He said that this dude, if he can figure it out, he can be an NBA point guard because he has things that God – you know, only gifts certain human beings uh, on this earth. I mean, the dude is probably the most athletic point guard in the Big Ten. I agree. I I agree with you 100%. He is – he's fun to watch, and I love seeing his progress. Not just him, the entire team. And, you know, I'm not a big guy on getting on – websites and looking at fans when they're being negative and things like that. That's not me. I'm a, I'm a positive guy. Uh, I try to build, build everybody up. But when, when, you know, you're talking negative about a team that um, is about as good as anybody in the country, then you're just, you're, you're digging, you're digging too deep for stuff. that's not there. So, you know, and, and I always try to be positive about everything. And, and I'll tell you, I can't say it enough about what Fran, and and his staff, I, you know the, the the staff, they don't. They got a real good staff, either because people. Are, I, yeah, they do absolutely, and and you know they don't. People don't see the scouting report, the late nights, the film that they put in, the 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 days that they're on the road, uh, scouting, uh, or recruiting, uh, when 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 they're in season. You know that stuff's tough. Uh, that's that's tough, you know. Yeah, they're not going to get the wins losses under them, and 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 they're not going to get that kind of head coach money. But they're that big time, though. That they mean that much to that. Program. I mean, uh, literally, I I believe um, two two of the three main assistant coaches have been head coaches at the Division One level. So. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. And then just going back to the positivity, I mean, that's why me and you get along so well because we're both very positive guys, and I'm totally with you. So, you know, just if you could talk a little bit, uh, you know, to fans about how special this season is and just what your recommendation would be towards taking this season in because – Seasons like this do not come around all the time. <laughs> they, they don't. They don't. And, and to be able to have and, – and, and it's scary because they could be even better next year. That's what's scary. Losing an All-American. I mean, tell me how that is. Well, how that is is having great talent and kids at work and want to get better every year and a great staff. And, you know, I just – it's fun to watch it really it's really fun to watch and 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 when people talk about um they're you know they'll they'll say they're not athletic or something and but you know they are so right defensively at talking they're together they they communicate that and and, you know that beats athletics any day of the week that beats that any day of the week having a teammate saying i got your help this way i got your help this way that is is 
that's defense. That's absolute defense, and that's why – You know, I, and I always tell people it's the fundamentals. It's it's talking, like you said. It's just, you know, the hand down, man down, just have a hand up when somebody shoots, uh, get in the passing lanes, make it hard for the person who's dribbling the ball to get it off to, to, to the person they're passing to, things like that. All those things make a difference. And the thing I find funny – is fans that some fans that say that Iowa is unathletic or they're deceptively athletic when in reality, you know, you look at guys like Pat McCaffrey and Keegan Murray and uh, Joe Toussaint and some of these horses. I mean, dude, they are some of the most athletic dude. And Luca Garza doesn't even get the credit he deserves for how athletic he is. Uh, if you look at, overall athleticism you know what I mean uh, maybe not speed Absolutely. and agility and things like that but but the ability to run the floor and 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 have uh energy the same energy that you started the game with at the end of the game like Luca Garza has even Joe Wieskamp Joe Wieskamp is legit athletic you, you know so you know, that bothers me a little bit, the deceptive athletic stuff. But, uh, no, this team is, is, is athletic enough. And, and uh, so, which brings me to my next question, which is, uh, what, is what do you think the biggest strength of this Iowa team is? For me, I think it's the versatility that they have, that they present. Sure. It, it is, and, and you know, and the other thing is, that it's huge. Their depth, good lord. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're if you got five, you got four or five guys that can come in and just and and not give up anything that the Iowa just did about getting up ten, and they 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 keep that right up, and that's every game. That's every game being able to have that kind of depth, and and every time I see them, they're clowning, yep. they're having fun, they're they're giving high fives. They're helping teammates up when they fall or getting loose balls or being active. That, to me, is big-time basketball, and it is teams that are going That's to That's what we call games. winning plays in Division One uh, sports, ladies and gentlemen, making winning plays. You know, coaches, uh, coaches preach right. that all day, all day long. Uh, one observation right. I made about this Iowa program is that when they lost to Gonzaga in the NCAA tournament a few years back, it seemed like Fran McCaffrey changed his recruiting a little bit towards finding recruiting big guys that he could develop and then also finding guys that could shoot and spread the floor. Uh, am I off there? Do, have you seen a change in that from his earlier teams? You, you know, and, and it's hard to ever um, – Pick unless you're there every day. Pick a coach's brain about sure. what he's recruiting, what they're wanting, what they're wanting. The only thing about it is, it it's tough to recruit the same things every year. And if you're not getting results, you have to change something up and, and look at something different. And whatever he's done, whatever's in the water there, I think they're going to be good for the next totally agree. several years. Uh, the way he's recruiting, it's it, it, it's phenomenal to watch. It's fun. 
you know, and, you know, when people compare me to j Bo, I mean, my God, that, that dude's a celebrity, man. That dude's a celebrity. Yes, he is, my dude. God. And and it, which, you know, uh, it was a, a fan question actually asked this, which was, what will Iowa look like next year? And, you know, in my opinion, they're going to be a top 15 team next year as well. I mean, what do you think, uh, Brody? I agree. I, I agree. I agree 100%. With, without a doubt. Without a doubt, they'll be a top 15 team because, they're, yeah, they're losing an All-American, but they're really gaining probably a couple more in the making, you know. So, uh, you, that's what that's Iowa, man. And that's, what, that's what's making them better every single day. And, and I can't stress it enough. That's big time for the coaching staff. Much, much. Totally, uh, totally agree on that. Um, what What are some comparisons that, that come to mind for you? You and me talked about this. You know, you brought up playing with Zach Randolph. Um, was it on your AAU sure. team or against him in AAU? He was on my I, – I, uh, I don't know if you remember Jason. Yes, Gardner, I do. Yep. Uh, played at Arizona. He was, uh, he was, uh, we were teammates for two years in high school in uh, uh, AAU. Um, and then Zach Randolph, Jared Jeffries obviously played at IU. Um, Shane Power went to Iowa State and then transferred to Mississippi State. Um, let's see, who else did we have? Um, oh, uh, we, we have our Indiana All Star team in 2000. Everybody went, not just D1, big time. Our 12 guys went big time Division One. I mean, and, and that's that's rare. And they say it's the, the best Indian all-star team ever back in 2000. And it's, it's – I, I might be a little biased, but – You know what? I believe it. I believe it, Boyd. I believe it a thousand percent <laughs> off the you, names man. that you just gave. I'm I mean, Randolph might be an NBA Hall of Famer, you know. So – but um, what, what would be some comparisons you give to Garza? You know, I've said – I told you, Zach Randolph, you know, Brad Miller, you remember Brad Miller for the Kings? Yeah, Purdue. Purdue. He played for yep. Purdue. You're absolutely right. Uh, Frank Kaminsky. Uh, I'll tell you. Yeah, go ahead. Luca, Luca's, he, Luca is, Luca's his different. He, he's just a different breed. He, Luca is someone that's going to, if you don't guard him, he's going to make you pay. And if, and, and if he's got so many moves down low, he's so good with his feet. And people don't realize a big man like that that has feet, it's hard to stop. That's hard to stop. Greg Bruner, player I played with, was phenomenal with his footwork. And, I mean, the guy was an idiot. <laughs> I love him to death. Uh, and, and Bruner knows it. He knows I'm clowning. But, uh, he's, he, but his footwork was crazy good. And he, he reminds me a lot of, of Garza's footwork. But, but Tyler you know, Hansborough, like, uh, Frank Kaminsky you know, maybe. Yeah, maybe yes, and Kaminsky and, and it, it, that kid, he he's gonna play a long time in the NBA, man. He's gonna play yeah. A long as time. um in the last in the last game uh, on CBS, the the guy, the commentator, I, I he's been around for a long time. He probably did some of your games. Uh, he says he said uh, Luca Garza dances with his uh, footwork, and uh, you know Shaq says feet work, you know, just to make a joke about it, that somebody has good feet work. Sure. And uh, Luca Garza sure. does have that. Um, what To me, what makes him special is that he can score 
at all three levels in, in a variety of different ways. Um, up and under his, his mic and his up and under his shot fake, his, 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 his chicken wing, everything. But that, that stuff there is hard to do when you're going at guys that are seven, two, seven, three, your size. But that's just, that's just a big, big, time, a big time player. The last question I have for you on Luca. Uh, well, I have two for you is um, what makes – I mean, you you already answered this, what makes him an NBA prospect, but what round do you think he will likely go in and, and like a, uh, and potentially where in that round? For me, I think it's first round. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, yep. And, you know, and, you know, I, I've heard some GMs talk about, um, you know, they've said it on ESPN, things like that. They've they've talked about him going in the first round and it, he's not going to he, he's not slow. I mean, yes, he, he gets does. up the floor and he can shoot and he can shoot it, I think. And his range will develop even more. And, you know, in the in the NBA. And I think I think his athleticism is extremely underlooked. And, and and overlooked. Totally it's agree. He, he he gets stuff done by it looking so <laughs> easy, and that's why he's so scary. He he is so scary to go. I could not agree with you more. Uh, it, that you know, I that's why I hate the 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 word deceptively athletic. No, the dude is athletic, plain and simple. The last question on Garza is. Yeah. You know, just for fans, what would you tell fans about watching Luca? Because we, we cherish yeah. it, cherish the, cherish this cat, cherish this guy, cherish his, cherish his, uh, his interviews, cherish because he's a great human yep. being for one. Um, you know, cherish, cherish the guy that is, is bringing you that much happiness. You know how happy ever all of us are <laughs> now. You know that I was winning and. It's a, it's a fun time, and it's become right there. He's part of, of something big. And i got a feeling he's going to end with something big, too. I totally agree, which uh, brings me to the, to the NCAA tournament and the Big Ten tournament and just the Big Ten in general. Well, let's start here, okay? How many losses do you think the, the Big Ten winner will have this year? Oh, boy. Boy, it's that, it's, you know, it's stacked, Boyd. It's stacked. It, it, it is stacked. I mean, and and I mean, you know, you could I, I mean, you could get nine, ten teams in there. I, that that would be me, you know, in the in the tournament. But but they won't, you know. But it, it it's sad because you know those other conferences, you know, they're they're not playing these these tough teams. But I don't think they're going to they're going to knock India, not knock. The, the Big Ten for playing these teams or teams like IU that their record doesn't show. They're better than their record. Correct. Know, because they play, they play these teams night in, night out. Yep. So, so the I think that the Big Ten champion, regular season champion, I think four losses will, will be the max. I think that's I where Iowa – yeah, so uh, – any, well, any more than four, yeah, no. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Yep. So, um, and then just real quick, uh, talk about just how difficult 
the, the like a Big Ten uh, tournament is and the NCAA tournament because it's a one-off and just how anything can happen. Uh, talk about that a little bit because I think, unfortunately, the, the expectations for Iowa, are, they are warranted, but at the same time, anything can happen. I mean, we saw Kansas with the Morris twins lose to UNI. You know, so anything yep. can happen. So can you talk about that a little bit and just talk about how the, how it changes from the, the level of comp- competition changes uh, from the regular season? When you get um, when you get these teams that aren't aren't so they're not in the spotlight all the time, but you always you always find those teams getting beating teams and upsetting teams in the in the in the tournament and and they do it by what do they have to lose what in the world do they have to lose why not go out there and give it their all because everybody expects them to get beat anyway and and then but when you when you add blue collar blue collar yep to some talent not not the best talent but when you add a little bit to some talent it usually beats just talent any day of the week yeah so, you know, I think it's huge when you go into these tournaments, you know, you, you know, Coach Alford was big about we didn't, you know, you just didn't look at the name. You didn't look at the name. Yeah. You, know, you looked and we focused on player personnel. We didn't care who they were. And, you know, if they were, you know, 5'5 five, five or gosh, I would have loved to guard somebody 5'5 five, five in the Big Ten, but it never happened. <laughs> never happened. Never happened. Jeez, that'd have been great, though. Man. I might have I, I went to the block and posted up a little bit. Yeah, I, no, I think you would have, dude. I mean, it, listen. No, I, no, I wouldn't have. Coach Offer would have kicked me out of the gym. Nope. But, nope. ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, Boyd was spicy. I mean, it, his game was was just spicy. I mean, uh, the crossover, the, the the handle you had, I mean, seriously um, – but uh, I think I think maybe you would have tried it if like a twenty point lead or something like that. Maybe, maybe. Oh yeah, I always wanted to do something stupid out there. You know, the, the coaches, <laughs> Coach Lansing, Coach Lansing's like Brody, don't shoot one from forty, please. Like all right, all right. Yeah, we, I, yeah, we, I, I, we got some, I got some stories, man. I'm telling you, maybe we can save that for another podcast. Yeah, we'll save that for another podcast, and uh, we're gonna end it here short um uh, shortly uh you know because we have so much other stuff to get into um you and me talked uh you know on the phone about the difficulty of playing in the nba and you and me i think both agreed that the nba is as talented as it's ever been because because of european basketball uh and things like that now it's not as physical and things like that but but the talent is just through the roof. Um, Sure. So for a guy like Joe Wieskamp, um, you know, in my eyes, he's an NBA player. Uh, But just – so talk about Wieskamp and and what you think maybe he needs to improve on. You know, I've discussed that he needs to show uh, uh, an ability to score at all three levels – a little bit better, but also, sure. I, I, yeah, I go ahead. Joe, Joe is an absolute NBA player. Yeah. Without a doubt. He, he, he'll play in the NBA. 
and and the good thing about Joe is he there's nothing that hurts you when Joe's in on offense or defense. Nothing's going to hurt you because he's so good on both ends. Yes, he is. And and in the NBA, you got to be able to guard. You got to be able to guard. You can't guard, you won't play. You know. So that and that's something he's got to look forward to. And I think he could probably add a little bit more. More, more muscle, but Agreed. he's big anyway, nope. but not a lot. You know, I, I don't think – even if he didn't, I still think it, he, he could, he's got a shot at playing in the NBA. And, and you, know, it, you know, it's all about how bad these guys want it and where you – where you, what's a good fit and where you may land and what those coaches are really needing, you know. And, and uh, we talked uh, yesterday, and I was telling you about um, uh, Euro uh, – Reminds me a lot of uh, Frederick, CJ Frederick. Oh no, uh, Tyler Hero, Tyler or, Hero. Or, or, yeah. Or yeah, Tyler Hero. Yeah, Tyler. And and you know, you know, and there's comparisons like that all across the board in the NBA. You know, and if you feel, in you know, here's the thing: you have to be the one to say, okay, you know, my game is is like this guy's. You can't listen to all these people that probably know more about the game than my cat or dog you know <laughs> yeah exactly so, so 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 you've got to believe yourself in in what you can do and and about the mental toughness that you have to have in in the big 10 and little on the nba is something that you can't ever teach or preach you have to experience that you're absolutely you're absolutely right, and and it actually kind of shocked me. I wrote an article about Joe Wieskamp in the NBA probably about two two three weeks ago. It shocked me how many fans did not think he could play in the NBA. But in the advanced metrics, Joe Wieskamp is top three in every category, defensively, offensively. I mean, he does everything for Iowa. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Him and Luca Garza, and actually Jack Nungie is top three in most of the metrics too. So, uh, yeah, I think he's an NBA player, no question about it. And you're right. You, you have to believe it in your mind that you can do it. You know, I'm a little shocked just just going off going away from this Iowa team. I'm a little shocked Jared Utoff's not in the NBA as well as Aaron White because I could see them easily playing small forward in the NBA for a team off the bench and giving good minutes. Am I, am I sure. wrong there? You know, you could look at it so many ways. And, and the thing about it is there are so many kids that are hungry out there that right. want to get to that next level in the NBA. And it could be something as little as Aaron just wasn't quick enough and they had another guy that is quicker. Uh, and it could be something as, as, as small as like for Wieskamp, the, the guy's just a little bit stronger. They're similar players. Um but the game is so, so, so fast in the NBA, so fast, you have to be able to do everything, everything. Absolutely correct on that. Um, last couple questions here for you, Boyd, uh, before we get out of here. Um, what do you think is this Iowa team? Well, no, we already asked that Iowa's biggest strength. Um, are, are the final four expectations too high? For for Iowa, do you think? Or or I mean, man, when I have when I have a dream like that, it's usually dead on. Until my son knocked my head off the next morning, I thought it was real. 
I thought it was real. And I'm telling you, I, I'm telling you, they absolutely, they absolutely are. I got them going to the final yeah. four. I, I, I just don't. They're too deep. They're, they're, there's too deep, and that's everything getting far in the tournament. Too versatile. Uh, they, they have the back court to do it. They have the front court to do it. I mean, they have they have they they have everything. So, last question for you before we get out of here. Um, uh, what what does Iowa, if any improvements that that you've seen from their games, what do you think that they need to improve on in these next stretch of games? Uh, to yeah, if if they happen if they happen to get beat by one of these teams in the Big Ten. Don't don't dwell on it because I'm telling you, it's probably going to happen because it's the Big Ten and these teams are loaded. They're absolutely loaded, and it's it's even when there's no fans in the stands, it's still tough to play on the road. Trust me, it's still tough to play on because it travel so, the whole nine yards. I mean, you're not playing on absolutely. the same rim. You're not playing on the same. The depth perception of the shop for the arena is different. I mean, Absolutely. the whole nine yards. People just don't understand that. Yep, it's tough. So, so if they if they would happen, I you know they may not, and I hope they don't. But if but if they do have a little setback here, bounce back from it like they did when they got got beat by Minnesota and bounce back and and start playing really well again. So you know things like that. Um, you know because they went to Rutgers, I think, the next week and, and beat them on the road. That was a tough win. So uh, just stay positive with it, you know, and if, if something does, you know, come, you know, in the road, a little bump in the road, it'll be all right. Bounce back. Stay positive. Yeah, just speaking on that, I mean, uh, they have beaten Purdue by double figures. They lost to Minnesota, which was, let's be honest here. Now, you, you and I both know shoulda, coulda, would is don't count in, in, in sports, but that was a one in a million sure. type thing. But after that, Iowa has beaten every opponent besides Rutgers by double figures. I mean, they are on a roll. So, promise. This, this, sometimes, yeah, sometimes a loss like that, sometimes a loss like that can be the best thing for your team. Absolutely, adversity. It, it, my coach in water polo always used to tell us that he would almost rather us face adversity in a loss than to dominate a team so that we would learn for, you know, for the NCAA tournament or things like that. You have to go through adversity to learn. Um, so this, uh, this is, I promise, Boyd, last question right here. Michigan State, Absolutely. you and I both know that Michigan State uh, is struggling a little bit, but they have a phenomenal coach, and they get, because of the young NBA type talent that they have, they're going to get better as the year goes on. It, did, did they dodge a bullet there, so to speak, and not playing Iowa because it seemed they, yeah. do, they, 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 they dodged a big bullet there because I was on a roll. <laughs> yeah, they dodged a big bullet, but I'm telling you this about Tom Izzo: the guy lives for postseason, and 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 I don't know how he does it, but he has his team prepared every single year for the postseason and that with the what what he does is phenomenal the guy is is as good as it gets as a coach at that level total totally agree all right ladies and gentlemen that was uh our the first interview with uh brody boyd the former iowa hawkeye who uh took 
who helped take uh, the 2000-2001 Iowa Hawkeyes to the NCAA tournament, uh, as well as being the Big Ten uh, MVP. And he had a lot of help from his teammates in that tournament as well. The credit goes all the way around. Uh, Brody, I appreciate you so much for coming on. We'll do this again. The fans are absolutely going to love this, brother. Uh, Any last words that you have to say to the fans before we get out of here? Hey, I just, you know, I want to thank the fans from when I was there and I played, you know, and I see it, it hasn't changed. They're, they're loyal. They're the best fans ever, um, you know, and, and I tell people this all the time that, you know, once you're a hawk, you know, you're always a hawk and, and that's for life. And um, I'm telling you, we're in for a great season and stay positive with them on them, um, on them uh, spreads, you know. So stay positive with them and uh, let's encourage them. I think we'll have a Amen on that. Go and, Hawks, baby. Go yeah, Hawks. yeah, go Hawks. And the last thing, you know, just to get out of here, go to 247hawkeye.com. Smash that follow button on Twitter and Parlor at 247hawkeye and Instagram at official247hawkeye.com page. Brody, at this time, do you do you want me to plug in any of the camps or anything yet or or not yet? Uh, we can, yeah, we can do that next one. We can do it on the next one. Yeah, we'll do a lot of that, uh, and I can talk about a lot of that. But I, I like people sending me messages on Facebook or, or ask me questions. If you got any questions about a youngster that uh, you know wants to get better or whatever, that's what I do. I'm a, a professional player developmental instructor, and I travel all over Indiana, Iowa, Illinois to give uh, clinics, camps, workouts, whatever. And it's a gift from the man yep. upstairs to be able to. Uh, have a job you know what so. i'm sorry i actually missed that question i was going to ask a question about how you you know kids get but i'll ask that on the next one uh in more coaching from you coaching type questions uh but uh without further ado ladies and gentlemen uh dbap and uh of course facts over feelings because your feelings don't matter thank you so much for listening be sure to like comment and share 